Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk on Topics. Today, we have a special guest with us. This is Tanya, who is the founder of the White Side Group, Healing, Growth, and Success. Also, she's an author. She's an um, she's a veteran, and she's worked with inmates. There is so much to Tanya. I can't wait to get this conversation started. Tanya, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. So, Tanya, tell me, let's start with how your brand got started. What inspired you to start the White Side Group? Tell us a little bit about that. So um, after spending eight years in the military, um, going to college, majored in criminal justice, I learned that I had a passion for helping people. Um, Originally started because I wanted to help my family. I thought having somebody who knew the law, if anybody in my family needed help, I wanted to be able to help them. And as I started my career um, in law enforcement, I began to work uh, in the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Uh, and then when I had a family, I knew that I wanted to transition into education. And seeing the need um, that our young people had, I knew that I wanted to work in an area that I could support our young people. Okay. So how do you support the young people through White Side Group? Uh, the White Side Group, um, one of the things that I do is I offer workshops to young women. Um, I started calling it I'm More Than My Hair, and that grew uh, from a mentoring uh, relationship that I had with some of the young girls, some of the girls of color um, in my school. And because of their need I saw a need to bring them together, to offer resources, to offer mentorship, to help them along their journey as they are growing as young women. Okay. So is it um, like self-esteem based? Um, yes. Self-esteem, um, empowerment, mm -hmm. helping them to understand who they are. And, and I did the I am statements um, in a coloring book. I'm a leader. I'm independent. I'm a world changer. I want them to be able to see themselves and know that about themselves so no one could tell them anything different. Ooh, I really love that. How long have, have um, you had this business? Gosh, I believe I started the business in 2007. And in 2007, what I was doing in the Whiteside Group was working with uh, supervisors, working with new hires, helping them to build a better self. And I would go in and do trainings and workshops that offered motivation, education, um, life application, and everything that they could take with them. What are the age um, groups that you normally work with? When I'm working with the I'm More Than My Hair, I start with girls in grades 7 through 12th grade. And what I do is this allows them the opportunity to be able to share without feeling like um, they couldn't say what they wanted to say in, a, in, a, in an environment that they could feel uh, the love and support of others that are their age. Um, I bring speakers to them that have kind of been in their shoes. Um, and then I also offer them a hairstylist to come in uh, to help them with their natural beauty. They talk about how to help them take care of their natural hair. So it's usually a fun day. They also get lots of um, goodies, if you will. And I hope that it'll help encourage them and inspire them to believe in themselves. Wow, that is phenomenal. I really like that. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about, you've got a few books here. 
I yeah. saw um, I Am Not My Hair, Rebuilding Life After Trauma and Change the Atmosphere. Yes. You, I'm really particularly interested in rebuilding life after trauma. What yes. is that? And what, could you give us a little bit of detail about the book? Yes. Rebuilding Life After Trauma uh, came about after um, I was a victim and witness to a murder-suicide of uh, very good friends of mine who at the time um, they were going through a separation, uh, which would then, you know, be divorce. And the husband, my friend, he killed my his wife, my friend Stacy, um, and then told me not to move. He wasn't going to hurt me, but that he would kill himself. And then he told me he was sorry. And so through that uh, trauma, I wrote about my experience of beginning to rebuild my life after going through that traumatic experience. Wow, that's very traumatic. Um, what was your inspiration behind, I wanna know, what gave you the courage to write about that story? Well, um, because my career at that time had continued to be in education, I found a way to journal and still want and felt the need to help other people, inspire people to rebuild their life, whether it was a murder-suicide or the loss of a marriage or, or a home or a job. I saw that helping people to see someone who wanted to expose everything about her life after going through a traumatic experience, I felt that it could be a tool to help other people begin to rebuild. Because a lot of the steps are the same with uh, exposing it, peeling back layers and working on one traumatic experience at a time. And I thought that my book, Rebuilding Life, could help other people to start to rebuild. Without giving too much detail, what do, what do those steps look like or a few of those steps like if anyone's, you know, going through something not as traumatic or, you know, just they're in a difficult time in their life and they kind of looking for steps. How do I even start? Where do I start? Yeah. You look at the whole picture. I when I sat down to write the book, I equated it to a natural disaster because we live here on the West Coast. We have earthquakes all the time, right? We we know about them and we know any day could be the big one, but I felt like that traumatic experience was like going through an earthquake. The first thing is we have to survey the damage. Am I okay on the outside? Was I hit by something? And then you're looking at the inside as well. Okay, this is where the work begins. You start to peel back all of those layers. Um, if you're married, your marriage changes. If you're a mother, that changes. Even working, when you are looking at every part of you, peeling back those layers. And then you really have to look at one thing at a time. Uh, I learned that you couldn't fix everything all at once. I mean, I used to say, I just wanted to go back to the way it was, but nothing was the same every day looked different. And when you are rebuilding, you have to do one thing at a time. Even expect aftershocks um, through counseling. I did individual through, through group counseling, which was also very helpful for my healing. An aftershock could still come, meaning something is triggered. I'm reminded a smell, a sound, a song, 
those types of things. But knowing that that could happen, the tools of learning how to rebuild helped me not to go all the way back to the beginning to be able to see my healing as it's happening and giving myself grace, knowing that, you know, rebuilding life after trauma does take time. Mm, yes, it does. So you were in the military first and then you became a counselor? Yes. yes. How did that shift? Well, I'm, I'm from the Midwest and I grew up in a family, very loving family and working parents, but I also didn't want them to have the burden of figuring out how to pay for college. I knew I wanted to go to college. So I found a way to pay for that by joining the army. I was in the army reserve for eight years and I drove trucks. I learned how to drive the the Jeeps, that's where I first learned how to drive a stick all the way up until the 18 wheeler, learning how to hook and unhook because I, I didn't want a career behind a desk. I didn't want to be a cook. They offered me uh, to be a truck driver and I said yes. And it was the best experience ever. And I was able to go to college, uh, finish my degree in criminal justice, work in the federal prison for a while. Um, I also worked in law enforcement in the National Park Service. So it gave me the avenue to be able to, to explore. But once I had a family, I knew that I wanted to be home a little more. And so education being so close to my heart, I knew that I wanted to get into the school system. So 20 years as an academic advisor, now school counselor, I work in a high school, I teach entrepreneurship, I run kidpreneur camps in the summer. And it's it's just something that's so near and dear of wanting to help support other people in rebuilding their lives. Wow, you've got a lot of passion and you've done so much in your life. Yeah. I'm thankful for all the experiences that I've had. I don't regret anything because it's helped me to be who I am. Even going through that traumatic experience of witnessing and being a victim of a murder-suicide, I still feel like I was chosen for that. I still don't know why uh, my friend let me live, you know, because in those situations, everybody usually dies, you know, in those domestic uh, situations. Um, I also... Um, work alongside a few of our domestic violence shelters. And I also bring them into my classes to talk about uh, healthy relationships and how to identify if it's abusive. And I just feel like, you know, the Lord saved my life. I give him all thanks and praise. So now it's my turn to do my part to help others. If I can help one person get out of an abusive relationship or one person to believe in themselves because somebody tore them down, but now they know more and that they could do more than I'm doing what I was purposed to do. Well, I love that. How did you discover your purpose? Starting when I was a kid, believe it or not, a lot of my friends and family used to say, you act like you're the mother. You you act like you're a teacher. You act like you're the counselor. And that's kind of where it started. I always ended up being the person in the group to be the teacher or be the counselor. And I found that that's what I enjoy doing. I, I love speaking. I love training. I love helping other people. But it started it started as a little girl. Okay. When your faith has been tested, what are some things that you do to strengthen yourself? Pray, meditate, 
my favorite scripture, Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I mean, and sometimes I break that down to I can, I can do all, I can do all things with Christ who gives me, I break it down, but prayer, um, I have a great supportive um, husband and uh, my two boys, as well as some great friends. And I think that's the most important thing is surrounding yourself with people who mean you well. And when you're rebuilding life, sometimes you let people go. Sometimes doors close that you don't have the courage to close. But also when you're in Christ, he opens doors that nobody can shut. And I remember that knowing that I can't do anything without the Lord. That's good. You had mentioned a few minutes ago that um, you'd like to or you inspire and help women who might be going through domestic situations recognize what's healthy and what's unhealthy. Could you right. share a little bit with the audience like so they could determine what's a healthy versus unhealthy in relationships? Yeah, breaking it down even to small things, especially young girls see it very differently than sometimes an adult who's lived life. Anything like, um, I don't like what you're wearing. Go upstairs and change. Mm. You need to give me all of the passwords that you have, your computer, your phone. I'm going with you to the store because I don't want anything to happen to you. Mm. A lot of those things are young people think, oh, he, he just, or she, oh, she just loves me so much. She cares about me. That's why she wants all of those things. They don't always understand when it's unhealthy and when it crosses the line to being abusive. And so we do activities. We, we walk through a lot of scenarios. My, my hope and goal is at the end of that, they're able to recognize and understand in hopes that they'll make a good decision or a good choice. I don't know always if they will do that, but I want to equip them with knowing what it looks like. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. I've really appreciated your time. You're if very viewers, welcome. If viewers want to reach out to you and either want to know about your workshops, your um, books, how can they do that? Um, our website is www.thewhitesidegroup.net. Um, and my email is tanya at thewhitesidegroup.net. Uh, we have products, a lot of the funds that I raised from the shirts and the tote bags, the coloring books and rebuilding life all go towards the workshops that I offer to the young people. Uh, and we use those, we usually do those in the summer or no, in November. I stopped doing it in the summer because the kids are always so busy. So we usually do that in November. And a lot of the funds, most of the funds, of course, the administrative fees, but everything else goes back to um, offering those workshops to those young girls. Oh, that's beautiful. Even you do charity. I love that. Yes. Okay. I want the audience, what's your tag on your social media? Uh, like if you have different social media platforms. So that I do. Yeah, it's the White Side Group. The White Side Group, we're on Instagram uh, and we're on YouTube I will, and Facebook. We are the White Side Group. I would love for you to, uh, to join us, see what's happening, uh, grab some inspiration that we offer on the website and stay connected with us. You guys heard it. Check out Tanya at the White Side Group, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. 
Thank you for tuning in. Talk on Topics.